Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters in Shonen Jump, as well as another collective volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Comey Can't Communicate, Volume 1. That's what Viz calls it, so that's what we're going to call it. Yep. Until I get tired of it and decide to call it something else. <laughs> For that, though, we have Shonen Jump, and the long national nightmare of Shonen Jump continues. Yep. They didn't even cancel anything this week. Yep, but we did get a new thing. We did get a new thing. So let's start with that new thing. Dear Animony, Chapter 1, Paradise. What did you think of the new thing, Kevin? I really liked the new thing. Oh, I hated the new thing, Kevin. You did? Okay. Yeah. It reminded me of Hell's Paradise, except yeah, for they took out all the good stuff about Hell's Paradise. Fair. It also reminded me of Hell's Paradise, and I thought it was you know cool for Chapter 1, so I'm interested to see what this is going to be like. With these, because it's, you know, I have the question of, is it going to be these characters who are stuck on the island, or is it going to be just this kid because everyone else is dead? And that's my real problem, is I didn't find any of the characters even remotely likable, mm. from the main character to just the random exposition guy, or lady, who is like, here's what's going on. And sending these people onto the island makes no sense, which at the end they try to make the point, but... Yeah. I, I still, like, it doesn't click for me at all. And like I said, it was just com getting compared to, in my head to Hell's Paradise the entire time. Mm -hmm. But I find the modern setting way less interesting than Japanese fantasy. Fair. I don't know. I really liked it, so I thought the monsters were cool. Yeah, it certainly has an art style to it. I can't take it, that away from it in mm -hmm. the same way Kagurabachi does. This is... Realistic is not the right word for it, but a bit more detailed. Yeah. That said, I... I think that's more difficult to do the longer a series goes on yeah we'll see how it goes yeah i just like i said i didn't enjoy this at all i have no bit of it that i hooked on to i don't find the characters likable i don't find the setting that interesting because i feel like i've done this before mm -hmm. and all of the exposition just like let me go but but why i'm actually very interested in it so we'll see how it goes and i guess we just have differing opinions on that yeah Next, we have One Piece chapter 1107, I've Been Looking for You, which I want to call Sanji Kicks a Laser. <laughs> that was probably <laughs> the best moment of the entire chapter. Not just him kicking the laser, but K like- Kizaru's reaction. Yes. Like Love is stronger than light. <laughs> Kizaru just being like, if that is true, then <laughs> physics is doomed. <laughs> He's just like, what? How did you kick a laser beam? Yes. It doesn't seem physically possible. Well, I, I, I'm a One Piece character. He's always like, yeah, but so am I, and that doesn't yeah. seem physically possible. You can't kick a laser beam witness. <laughs> so yeah, that was great. I really loved that bit. I'm really interested to see what's going on with the two Blackbeard pirates that show up. To yeah. So that's interesting. You don't follow One Piece theory at all. And no. like, that's good, but for the longest time, the theory has been that these two have been on the island and thanks to the warp warp fruit. Mm -hmm. And kind of the going theory, which I would never fully grasp onto, but I did agree that something had to be going on with this, was that Cataron was impersonating Robin, mm -hmm. and that's having something to do with Robin's injury. Mm. So it's really weird to like, yeah, we were lying on the money about who's here, and they're doing something completely different. I don't know. Well, it seems like they they were doing something different, but now that they got... Uh, she has the ability, I'm assuming she has the ability to copy Saturn now. Yeah, I, I also him. assume that is what's going on. Yeah. It just seems like they weren't doing anything beforehand. Well, you know, she said mission complete, so maybe they were expecting 
one of the elders to show up. Except as... for they're even like, oh man, you guys are never here. So this is super weird. Yeah, but maybe they were expecting one of the Navy higher-ups. Like... Maybe they were going to copy Kizaru and they got to do it one better. Yeah, that, that might have been it exactly. Or, you know, I... they, probably, they probably had some idea that Egghead or that Vegapunk was close to, not defecting is not the right word, but yeah, being the... a traitor. That the government was going to go deal with him. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly like that. I feel like the Blackbeard pirates really need some upgrades to feel like a credible threat. Yeah. Because Blackbeard's all about taking the shortcut and like having multiple devil fruit powers and all that. Mm-hmm. But there's that big thing between Luffy and Kaido where Kaido's like, oh, hockey is all that matters. Roger only had hockey. And yep. so right now I feel like Luffy is going to punt Blackbeard to the moon. Yeah. I, I <laughs> feel like, yeah, yeah, like, you don't have your devil fruit powers. And cool. And Luffy's going to be like, cool. I do have my fist. <laughs> yes. Like, I, that's what I'm expecting, too, especially because one of Blackbeard's powers is the, I forget the name of it, but the darkness fruit, the, the Logia that doesn't allow him to transform his body. So it's like, you know, oh, and I have to, I still have to take all the attacks. Neat. <laughs> You're fighting the wrong guy, my friend. Yep. I do think I do think as a comedic thing that would be very funny to be like you no longer have your devil fruit powers he just punches him in the face anyway. I agree. It just seems like Blackbeard should be the final threat or at least the final threat before Raftel if yep. Emu is the final threat. Mm-hmm. So, I'm hoping I'm hoping some of the stuff with the the other Blackbeard pirates is going to start coming to fruition. Like, you yeah. know, yeah, I certainly think it can happen. I just feel like I, it's going to be weird to me if Blackbeard doesn't get some sort of power up before yeah. the confrontation. I, I'm assuming like, he will right well. now. I feel like he can't beat Shanks, honestly. Yeah, that, that's true. I feel like he probably couldn't beat Buggy somehow. Nobody can beat Buggy, so that's not his fault. <laughs> he could beat Crocodile, so I guess that would be a good way for Buggy to job to him. Anything else you wanted to say about One Piece this week? Nope. Uh, next, we have Super Psychic Policeman Chojo number two, the cat hunting senior police officer. I like this chapter more than the first one. I did not like this chapter. I did not like this chapter either. Okay. Next, we have Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 251, Inhuman Miyaki Shinjuku Showdown part 23. One day, I will remember that those titles are that. One day, Jujutsu Kaisen will be over, and mm-hmm. I won't have to deal with those titles. Yep. I don't know. This one's pretty okay. Yeah. I like the ending quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, Miki is plan B. Yep. She's like, well, <laughs> now we're going to send you our best fighter at you. I guess that didn't work. Yep. I like that, too. Plan A was save Fushigaru. Well, that's not going to work. I guess we're just going to have to murder you with his dad's successor. <laughs> yep. But not much else happened in it. Yeah, you know, no, not really. you wanted to say? Nope. Speaking of not much, next we have Sakimoto Days, Days 155, Melee, which... Po- which pulled a real 2023 My Hero Academia move, by which I mean a chapter that was over before it started. <laughs> yeah. I still liked it, though. Yeah, I didn't mind it. The f- The fight was pretty good. I-, I enjoyed every bit of it. The pacing just feels really off because it's a 13-page chapter mm-hmm. that's all fight scene, basically. Yeah. I wish manga creators would take time off when this is going to happen. I get that that's not always the reality, but I always prefer a week off to these weird half chapters. Yeah, I would I would prefer to live in a world where it's completely acceptable to just be like, hey, had to take off a week, you know, just didn't get it done. Yeah, and who knows what the situation is here. True. If he's going to have a full... Ch- I'm pretty sure they get p- paid by the page, so it could be that he's just a little behind and we'll have a full chapter next week and it was a financial consideration. Mm-hmm. It's possible he thought he was going to make it and 
something happened at the end. Who knows? Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't just want, oh, I wish this is how they did it. Like, I wish we lived in a world where that was acceptable and the norm. <laughs> yeah, well, it's creators in Japan seem to be trying to push that way, right? Yeah. I, we're seeing a lot more of people taking weeks off. Like, I still really like that the, the writer for Kaiju Number 8 only does three weeks a month. Even that is insane output. But yeah. 20 pages a week is insanity. But it's also like the back on which Shonen Jump is built. So mm-hmm. it's not as easy as saying, hey, stop. Yeah. Next, we have Blue Box number 137, The Guy Who Carried Her, which I don't know why the title is funny now. It's appropriate. <laughs> yep. I like the little fantasy she has in the middle. She's like, no, I don't think they go to Paris. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? about? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cute, but. Yeah. Nothing particularly special, blue box standard. Yep, I agree. Next, we have Undead Unluck number 195, On Your Mark, which I also feel similar about. Yeah, it's okay. Nothing yeah. special. Mm-hmm. There's some fight. It's it's fine. Mm-hmm. I thought the last couple panels, again, looked, were really visually noisy to me, and I had a real hard time yeah, figuring yeah, yeah. out what was going on. Mm-hmm. Which will take us to Mission Yuzakura Family, Mission 214, Hifumi's Blooming. Which is pretty good, yeah. But also, it like is just fight scene. Yeah, it's just chapter. There's kind of a pivot in the middle, but it's not super exciting. Mm-hmm. I do like the comedy chapter or panel of Futaba chasing the two of them. Yes, that was a nice little comedic break. And I, cause I kind of like Hifumi's blooming. The way it's drawn is cool. Yeah, yeah. The spirit yo-yo thing is neat, and Uncle Koichiro is going to stop her in the next chapter. I, I assume he will. We'll see. Last but not least, we have Akana Banishi Story 98, Art and Nin, which is pretty effective, but I don't know what to say about it, really. Yep. It's one of the best chapters in a very not great week of Shonen Jump, mm. uh, in that I actually enjoyed reading it and want to read the next one. Fair. Akana Banishi's going to make it to 100. Lucky it. Yay. These weird art ones don't usually do it. I, yep. I think in part because Akana Banishi is there to stop them. But yep. But yeah, I, I did have reading Shonen Jump this week. I was like, wait. Wasn't one of the series going to get canceled? Well, sometimes they only do two. It usually comes in threes. Yeah. I think you and I were both hoping. Yes, we were. So that's... The monkey's paw would have curled and you, it, like it did last week. So yep. we will talk about the stuff we want to get canceled in Jump Card. Jump Card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we talk about this week. 20 chapters this week. What do you have at number 20, Kevin? Shadow Eliminators. Yep. Okay. Just, I don't give a crap, and we separated them, and, you know, I'm I'm taking control of these weird spirit things. I was like, eh, whatever. Exactly. What do you have at number 19? That's where I mama you you. I just didn't really care for it. I much. mean, that's perfectly fine. I only have it higher because there's stuff I like less. I have me and Rebecca at 19. I I did kind of like the, you can't make fun of that. It's not a Shonen Jump manga. Yep. But that was about it. Yeah, it's my number 18, so. That's where I hear of Dear Animony. Okay. I said I just really did not vibe with it at all. Nothing clicked for me. Did not enjoy it. 
What do you have at 17? 17 is where I have super, super psychic policeman. I, I don't care. It wasn't funny. Uh, yeah, 17 is where I have Mama Yu Yu. Okay. So, what do you have at number 16? Well, that's where I have Nuez. I basically don't remember what actually happened in it because I don't. There's a flashback that, like, is pretty decent. The problem is all the fight around it and it not building up or connecting well. Mm. But, like, the flashback on its own is decent, which is why it went higher than all the stuff I really don't like this week. Fair. Uh, I have Super Psychic Policeman Shoujo here. Okay. I also did not laugh at it, but I at least, like, I recognize joke structures. There's a lot of Japanese poop jokes in this chapter, which yeah. you're just going to get in these comedy yep. series, and they're not very good. What do you have at 15? That's right, my hero. I just didn't care. <laughs> oh, man, that's so sad. I know, right? I have Witch Watch at 15. Okay. I really didn't like the like quick format of it. I'm not against them experimenting with stuff like this. Yeah, it wasn't, like, it wasn't my favorite either. Very few of them hit. Yeah. And so it just felt like being clobbered over and over again probably doesn't help that these are jokes about traditions i am not familiar with that's also true yep what do you have at 14 that's where i've killed blue meh <laughs> yeah a lot of that this week yep uh 14 is where i have new ways like okay. i said i think that flashback in a vacuum is interesting but everything around it doesn't work mm-hmm. and there's so much like shonen connective stuff i wish went together mm-hmm. uh, what do you have at 13 13 is where i put witch watch like i said i i, I didn't like the uh the short form really much either uh 13 is where i got kill blue Okay. What do you got at number 12? That's where I have Kagurabachi. Same. Like, like the fight scene's more interesting. Like, yep. the I wish the I was hit better by the way the power ended. Because, like, that's a Hunter Hunter-ish idea, very yeah. light, that I should like, but it was just like, oh, okay, I guess that fight's over now. Yep. But that's why I went above so much, because mm-hmm. at least it has an idea to it. What do you yep. have at 11? Uh, that's where I have Green Green Greens. I thought this was sort of interesting, but... It's, it's very beatish, right? Yeah. And it's like... It got, but I agree with you. It's sort of interesting. Some of the putter stuff, like it's what Green Green Greens is. Oh, at its I, I remember now the uh, the moment of I am not right handed. Oh, uh, that was real. Th- that made me roll my eyes. Obviously. It did. Yeah, it it made me I'm roll not, my eyes too. I'm but, not not left handed. <laughs> yep. So I just I thought that was funny. Of like, this is gonna be my perfect way. It was like, dude, you should like you've been you've been training for a couple of weeks. You should just learn how to swing left handed. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. I have My Hero Academia at 11. I enjoyed the stakes of it. I kind of like some of the ideas in here. Mm. I care I, I care a little bit. Sure. I wish I cared more. What do you have at 10? 10's where I put two on ice. This was just more Thanos guy's If this was his introduction, I think this chapter would have slapped. But we've seen so much of him that it's really dragged down by that. Yeah. I, I think it's his best like appearance so far. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, but like I'm so tired of this guy already. Yep. Uh, tens where I have green, green, greens. What do you have at nine? That's where I have undead and unlock. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, two, nine's where I put two on ice. So. Gotcha. What do you have at number eight? That's where I have Mission Yozakura. Kind of beatish. I did enjoy the fight. The blooming was neat. Eight's where I put Sakamoto days. Like I okay. said, really didn't care for the short Fair. chapter, especially since it's all fight. What do you have at number seven? That is where I have the elusive samurai. I thought it was okay, you know, fairly decent elusive samurai, but nothing special about it. Yeah, I agree. I have it a little higher. I found it like the oh, just leave him. Like he'll he won't survive. Very odd. I'm sure that's just a historical thing of like mm-hmm. I'm sure that's how the battle ended. But it's so weird narratively. Yeah, it is because that screams oh, and then he came back and, to bite you. Yep, yeah, which maybe he does, and that's why they do it. I don't think he does. From my understanding of history, which is what Elusive Samurai has taught me. Yes. But so maybe I'm wrong though. Where are we? Number seven? 
Yep. Seven's where I put on Denmark. Gotcha. What do you have at number six? That's where I have Dear Anemone. An- Anemone? Anemone? Whatever it is. I did actually like it. I like the the fact that this secondary protagonists, protagonist, I don't know, going to be this weird plant dude. That is maybe my favorite part of it, but that's literally the last panel. It like is. 50 pages to get to where it might be interesting is just... Fair. I just, uh, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited because I got the Hell's Paradise vibes and I'm like, oh, this could be cool. Maybe it won't be and I'll, you know, be sad. But for right now, I'm really liking it. A six is where I have Elusive Samurai. Gotcha. What do you have at number five? That's where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. Same. Is fairly good. Yeah. What about number four? That's where I have Sakamoto Days. I just really liked the fights in that, even though it was short. That's where I put Mission Yuzakura Family in. Because, like I said, I like the way that the blooming is drawn and, mm-hmm. like, that one chat panel was funny mm-hmm. and that's all you needed to get below the good stuff this week yep what do you have at number three three is where i put blue box again i, I thought it was you know fairly good blue box but just wasn't anything great about it it was just kind of a beat in blue box so yeah three is where i have one piece we talked about the stuff i really liked about one piece so it might have sounded like i wanted to put it higher but i didn't get much satisfaction out of luffy punching saturn and I mm. don't know what kind of fight we can really get out of the two of them going at it. They're just so weird. Yep. And like that could be cool Looney Tunes stuff, but I don't think that's appropriate tone-wise. Mm-hmm. The way that after like all the downers in Onigashima, it was pretty fun to see all the cartoonish stuff with Kaido. Yep. So like I said, that wasn't very satisfying when we spent five chapters with this super sad flashback about why we want Luffy to punch this guy. Mm-hmm. And like there just wasn't much impact for it, and it was really stolen by Sanji kicking that laser, laser. too, yep. uh, which was very good. But I felt like that was all kind of off. Fair, I understand that. What do you have at number two? That's where I have uh, Akanabanashi. Same. Um, it was good, and I'm excited to read more Akanabanashi next week. Yeah. What do you have at number one? I have one piece at number one. This that bit with Sanji kicking the laser, and especially Kazaro's reaction of just like, if that's how that works, physics is doomed. There's even the like he has a face panel reaction yep. before that. That's like he is in gear fifth. That's I think even better. Not that the line isn't great because it is. Yeah, but... yeah. Just <laughs> did you just kick a laser beam with your foot somehow? <laughs> Look, I can kick the air so hard I can fly. fly. <laughs> Why is this a surprise to you? The fact that he can kick fast enough to kick laser beams? I mean, also, the other reasons that shouldn't be a a surprise is that, and I meant to bring this up, it feels like a reference to Rayleigh earlier. Because when Kizaru first is showing up, he's going to kill kill Zoro, and Rayleigh, like, blocks him. Rayleigh, Rayleigh kicks his arm. Yeah. Making sure that he can't actually fire the laser at Zoro so that the laser fires But Kizaru is made of laser is what I'm saying. Yes, but- So he also kicked a laser beam. It was just a laser beam that was an arm. Yes, but at the same time, Kizaru, as a regular person, doesn't move at the speed of light. Like, just the- I I thought he does. I thought that was his whole thing. He does when he- He went through the barrier. He does when he does the- uh, He transforms himself into light. When he's a person, he moves quick but not laser fast. Like- that's that's just how I I took it. Of so with a combination of observation hockey and superhuman, you know, physicality, he kicked the laser beam, and that was just that was cooler than. I mean, listen the the bit with Rayleigh kicking up his. I can't remember if he's firing his leg or his arm. It's his leg. I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure it's the two legs meeting, very similar to yep. when uh, Do Flamingo and Luffy do it later. Yep, uh, but kicks his leg up so that the the laser beam misses Zoro. It's, you know, way cooler to have Sanji come up and just kick the laser beam. 
Oh yeah, I, I'm just saying the moments are very similar. Yeah, they are. I have Blue Box number one. I I thought it was pretty cute, and that's all you needed to be number one this week. Fair. So after that, turn and jump. Get your stuff together. Mm-hmm. This is a request. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you could have like a mecha manga. You haven't had a mecha manga in a long time. Yeah, that would be neat. Maybe cancel some of this this garbage. I don't think they're gonna, Kevin. No. New Ace is on like chapter fifty. Listen, I'm excited about Dear Animon and Enemy. Look, I hope it's good. I'm just not excited at all. Fair. I would love for it to be great. I would love ten chapters for now for it to hook me. That happens mm-hmm. sometimes, but yep. but it hasn't yet. Yeah, actually Elusive Samurai did that. You didn't yeah. you didn't really vibe with it at first and now Elusive Samurai certainly did. I feel like there have been others too. There have. It just I remember that one specifically because I was really invested because I had read Assassination Classroom, so I knew the author or I knew the author's work and liked it. Um, I was like, ah, this should be good. Like, I really loved Assassination Classroom, and that did well. Yeah, but we read Comey Can't Communicate, and we'll be back to talk about that after the break. So we read Comey Can't Communicate. I was talking about Witch Watch's short format not doing it for me. I feel like Comey is really difficult to read on Vismonga Reader, in part because Vismonga Reader is terrible. Yep. But the like variation in chapters, like, do you know how this was originally published? Is this I originally don't. digital? It feels like it should be, but... It might be, because that's why I was kind of confused, because I'm like... All right, so we have like six-page chapter, six-page chapter, five-page chapter, fourteen-page chapter, six-page. I'm like, what printing structure was was this a digital-only thing? Because it's, I mean, it could easily be in a magazine too, yeah. right? If it's a bunch of stuff that is also varying in page length, mm-hmm. like it could work, especially since it seemed to divide by six pretty evenly. Yeah, but those six-page chapters, I feel, read really harshly when there's a giant break between them. Mm-hmm. And there should be a break of sorts because it's a chapter break, but having to like wait for a load screen every time yeah. is really harsh. Like It really ruins some of the pacing on them. Fair. What did you think of Comey Can't Communicate, Kevin? I thought it was fairly cute. The super pretty popular girl, like she's immensely popular, but isn't popular at the same time. It's kind of, it's a trope that's been done before, but is fairly interesting because it's like she wants to make friends, but she just, she can't talk. So instead she has the, you know, she's kind of like King from One Punch Man in the fact that he's kind of like bluffed his way into being considered the strongest human alive. And he just like keeps lucking into, so like she can't speak at all, but everyone keeps being like, oh, she's like trying to be deep about it. Or, oh, this is what you meant. Or, oh my God, she's so amazing Uh, without her, like when she's just sitting there locked up and terrified. The chief difference is she's not aware of that perception. Well, neither King isn't either. Gotcha. In, in one, it's one of the um, he sort of catches onto it, but he's like, why? He has the exact same thing of why does everyone keep thinking that I'm strong? What do you mean I'm the mm-hmm. like? Uh, one of the things they have is the King engine, which is his heartbeat, and it's like, oh my god, you can hear his heartbeat revving, and that's because he's fucking terrified right now. Like he's just constantly pulse pounding, like, oh god, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. 
the thing it reminded me most of was Azamangadayo, mm-hmm. both in structure and in like how heightened it is as a high school story. Yep. More so than Azamangadayo because it's 20 years later. Yep. Unfortunately, I feel like that doesn't do it a lot of favors just because Azamangadayo is so good. Yep. And this isn't like bad. No. It's just like if I'm comparing it to it, it loses a lot. It does. And I really don't like the viewpoint character. He feels very generic, like harem protagonist. He's not quite harem protagonist, but he's got that incredibly generic vibe. And like nothing going on with him. And when the like more interesting character he's a foil for is so like purposely quiet and like we are external to her for mm-hmm. the most part, I feel like that's a lot of like there's a lot of friction there that's like not within the story, but yep. with the reader to the story. Yep. And it's also it's a little bit memey in a weird way. A little like, bit. I, I I'm that's not quite how I want to say it, but like both of the friends she acquires in the first volume are so heightened. Mm-hmm. And I think one of them really works, but the other one really just feels like a meme to me. Yeah. And uh, like the more characters you introduce, the more you kind of I think want that. If you, the goal is to get to 100 yep. in fiction. But there's just, like, there are bits I like, but I can't think of any jokes that, like, I genuinely laughed at. Same. Now that we're talking about it, and I only read it last night. Yeah, I can't remember anything I laughed at either. I did like, again, I did like bits of it, but it wasn't, oh, man, this is amazing. I I totally need this. Yeah, I like Osada, who is the third character introduced and sort of starts to pull things together because they're just antagonistic enough that they can create action and within the story. Mm Mm-hmm. But again, like it's mostly comedy and like I there's a like the twist of it is weirdly emotional, but Mm -hmm. it's also just the start of it. And that created like a weird vibe to me. Yeah. Especially when it then goes back to being a humor comic, which is, I think, what it wants to be. Yeah. There's just like a lot of stuff in it that seems just a little bit off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything more to say about it? Because I honestly kind of don't. I do kind of like the very early on setting the goal of I want to make 100 friends. Seems a very, like, achievable goal it's from very, a narrative standpoint, if it, that makes any sense. Yeah, it's very shown in anime, but yeah. it, it's a excuse to introduce more and more wild characters as things go on. Yep. And they also have the excuse of, oh, this is an eccentric elite high school, so everybody in it is kind of weird. Yep. Which I am fine with. Like I said, it's just that the main character is so nothing by comparison that he just blends in. Yeah. And like the titular character, we are purposely alienated from in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. And the best parts are when we get more in her head. But if we got all the way in, then it wouldn't work. Yep. And so like there's a real difficulty for me in grasping anything. And like I said, the jokes like they're fine. They're not offensive. Yep. But they're just like I said, they're a little bit Internet meme to me mm-hmm. and none of them land. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it was it was one of those things of I'm already paying for the Viz sub. Uh, now I am too, so you best believe we're going to be using it next week. Mm-hmm. The money isn't the problem. It was so hard to give them the money, Kevin. Yep. They made it so difficult for me to... I'm already giving them money. Why I did mean, they make it so hard for me to give them more money? I at least had the app already. I actually, when they started that subscription, I remember I had trouble because they... So it used to you used to just use the Viz app for everything, only then they basically added the Shonen Jump app, which was... That's where you read all the Shonen Jump stuff, and then the Viz app was where you read all of the the stuff on the on Viz app now. You know all the romance stuff, or not all of it, but all of that stuff. So initially, it was like, all right, time to open my Shonen Jump, and w- w- what are all these series? What do you mean I'm not subbed? I've been subbed for years. 
get please viz please just get your stuff together why did it used to work better than it works now (laughs) so yeah next week because i'm paying for viz now and because this like title just like grabbed me we're gonna read sleepy princess in the demon castle okay is is it shoujo i don't know it looks shoujo (laughs) probably sounds shoujo this looks like a shoujo protagonist on the front here until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games, as well as past episodes of this show. Is there anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Stop.